The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by Mullen Labe Cigars. Every man dies, not every man really lives. It's a movie line. It's the fundamental principle by which this premium, organic, small batch cigars are made. Their tobacco has a 200-year-old generational line and is grown in soil free from GMOs, fertilizers, and pesticides. Mullen Labe Cigars are produced in small batches, and when they are gone, they're gone. Their work is marked by an outpouring of skill and pride. The result is a cigar that defines the luxury smoking experience one worthy of your finest moments. Celebrate your biggest victories with Maolave Cigars. Shop today at M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel. Maolave Cigars, don't wait to experience something great. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Twitter. I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Brigade, welcome into a Thursday episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Matt Peralta, Bostonian, Dave Sherapan, the book. It's a happy, happy day for a lot of people around the world and country. We'll get to that a little bit later on in the program. Yep. Special guests coming on the show today. You guys are going to like it. Stick around for that. Happy Thursday, Mr. Halo. How are you? Good tease. Big day. July 27th. Uh, I'm great. Um, Otani's staying which is what we said was going to happen 10 days ago. Go back and watch the show if you haven't already. All the episodes are available on the YouTube channel at the at symbol, Boston Mm. versus the book. We got clips. We got shorts. Mm. We got angel gear today, baby. I got all the angel lined up (laughs) for the whole show. I'm excited. I know you wanted him off the team. You I wanted did. Trout off the team. Yes. Go play somewhere. You even said, send him to the Yankees. Yes. Send him anywhere else. And He's we'll staying. We'll get into Otani Watch. We have live Otani Watch as the Angels are in action as we Dude, speak. This is going to be a distraction. I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to keep an so, eye on the game. Do the show. Is, keep an eye on the game. doesn't work usually when you do it. I'm going to do it. Keep I, have, I have two bets today. Oh. So I bet. In baseball, there's only four, five games. Yeah. I have two bets. And I bet the. And over <laughs> two bets and over <laughs> and over. So we're on the over two bets on the over, over. first, first game over and <laughs> over, er, over er, that nine, the, the, the R, the R exists and Elva <laughs> and Elva. So we well, got you that dial going. up that Boston accent anytime you want, like them English people dial up the <laughs> non non English accent. It, 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 it ain't that hard, but do you know the, the, the cog don't pack itself, buddy. <laughs> that actually sounded ridiculous but actually real like that's the way people talk oh it's what my stepfather talks <laughs> yeah, absolutely oh, oh yeah oh. they all the art does not exist it's just something else you know yeah you, hmm. you got your jimmy and your jacks yeah you got your, your johnny's fitzies <laughs> Did we hit the jackpot yet? Do we have a machine or anything? We, we got slot jackpot? machines. <laughs> we got NFL slot machines. Hold on. So if today wasn't fun enough to start, what? we all get 
the idea that now the NFL says, you know what? You know what one revenue stream we don't have? We don't have slot machines. Let's do a slot machine. <laughs> Look at that, that is thing. real. That is 100% an accurate real Ooh. thing now. Aristocrat Games today put it out that they have partnered with the NFL to create the first ever NFL branded, officially licensed slot machine coming to a casino near you. All right. We didn't know how to put this in a rundown. We didn't know what we were going to do, what we were going to say. I said, find that picture, put that up. (laughs) Now, if you had listing glasses, you could put them on because I got something to say. Go off. All right. Five years ago, PASPA was overturned. That's the, the professional sports betting or or, or you, you're allowed to bet on football now. You're allowed to do all this stuff. And before that, before that, if you put the word Super Bowl on a sheet in a sports book, it was almost a crime to take you out. They weren't going to come by. They're going to find you. Yeah, they were coming by, but they're coming by to get you now. Paspa's overturned. The floodgates have opened. I mean, we're talking water rushing like, <laughs> like the rains of Noah's Ark pouring down. We opened it up. Not the curtains, not the meat curtains. No, no, no. Big waters opened up. We said, we're going to be partners with the leagues, with the books. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah, we're going to inundate you with commercials. We're going to give away all the money we can to get you in. Let you bet on it. In fact, we're going to put books in our stadiums now where you can come in and do it. But if you're a player, a coach, an admin, a sales guy, oh, no, 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 you can't do it. And if you do it on the grounds of our properties, of our practice facilities, on our planes, going to the games, coming home from the games, you will be suspended for a minimum of a year. We will take it all. But Whoa, what do we have left to do? We've taken it all. We've gone through the pride lands like the jackals in the Lion King, right in it all. No, there's still an untouched piece, a place where we could put our symbol, our shield, our company, our marketing, and get the people's money. It's on a slot machine in a casino. We're going to put the NFL on a casino. And now, if we can't get the money through the betting, if we can't get the money through the advertising, we're going to put the Super Bowl 200 days away. It's going to be right here in the nation's capital of gambling for years, decades, almost a whole millennium. We're going to put it on slot machines, baby. And come in, push the buttons fast as you can, feed that machine, hit the jackpot. I can't. Sorry, Will. I can't fucking believe it, P. Ralt. <laughs> I can, you know, I I mean, nothing the NFL does surprises me now. It's just funny that it took this long that, I mean, they, they they went after everybody else. Now they want grandma, you know, they got to go get somebody. Now they want grandma after the blue hairs. Now that's what a slot machine does. That's, that's the target. I mean, look at the average age of a person who plays a slot machine to this country. This is not a kid. This is not a young person. They got the betting for the young people. So they got the 25 year old. They got, you know, some other stuff going on for the older people and 25 to 54, but anyone over the age of 60, 
may not be interested in betting on sports. Now they can play an NFL branded slot machine and the Green Bay Packers can be your team. Now you can go and whatever the game is. I have no idea, but at least it's a physical <laughs> slot machine and not a virtual one because that's, that's coming. coming that's coming. That's going to be next. <laughs> I mean, once they have a physical slot machine, the next iteration will, will be the, with the mobile slot machine. And that's the Trojan horse of this whole thing. Right. You put it up, you, you, you put it up. Well, the Trojan horse is this. It gets you in the machines, gets you yeah, seeing it. Now, right. well, you can put, just put this on your phone. You're used to it and be like, Ooh, oh, Hey, you don't have to go down to that casino anymore. You can just right. play it at 1230 at night when you wake up from a nightmare or something and you just go and start, you know, playing around 24 seven access. Waking up at 1230. I woke up last night at one o'clock startled yeah. uh, alarm, the whole bunch of stuff. But that was because I don't know why, but I yeah. wasn't dreaming about slot machines. Oh. You said it took this long. We're going to see these all over, aren't we? Oh, this will be a hot one. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. This is going to be everywhere. I mean, the, the Super Bowl is here in 200 days. Okay. Yeah. 200 yeah. days here. Every part, I would say right every partner, every NFL partner. So MGM, Caesars. Um, who else has a partnership? Uh oh. What? Otani just collided with something. What, what is he doing? He's grabbing his arm. He got hurt? Shut up. No, no, no. Hold on. Shake it off. Oh. Could you Covering imagine? first base. Could you imagine he gets hurt today? And he collided with the runner. After he touched the base, the runner was running through the base. Okay. Oh. I don't Not know what good. just happened. Oh my. All right. We'll watch that chat. Keep well, us informed. Keep an eye on that. Wow. I hope he's all right. It's just, it's, he, it's just weird. His arm was bent backwards. His pitching arm was bent backwards like this after he covered the base. He caught the ball and now he's shaking it off like this. Yeah, I think he's going to be okay. All right. That's good. Wow. Man. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. NFL slot machines everywhere, signage everywhere. I saw the logo yesterday, tweeted out a picture this morning. It's 200 days away. Yes. People, we're here. We're we're already here. We'll be here. So let us the know. Football. I can't wait to go see the football in person. The mm. Super Bowl, they're calling it. Is it like the sphere? Does no, it it's colors? it doesn't change colors. No, it's an actual it's a ball they tow around. They have to have a truck to tow it around. A but ball the, they tow around. It's a super ball. Gigantic football with the big logo on it. A Super Bowl. Do you remember the Super Bowls when we were oh, kids? Yeah, I love them. Oh, like I the, love them. I still, the, they still call Super Bowls. I love those Super things. Balls, rubber pinkies, like oh, the big yeah. ones. Those, those, so this doesn't bounce. This doesn't do it. You just drive yeah. it around. Drive it around. Yeah. This is just, just in case anybody didn't know that the Super Bowl was here in 200 days. Like, exactly. what, what's yes. the purpose of this? To tell it. Marketing. Yes. To tell everybody, you know, it's the power so, of your ride. Of, so people of, spend <laughs> money on marketing, not expecting anything in return other than branding. Correct. This is actually a normal thing. Correct. It's flabbergasting because of these calls that we continue to have that no one will understand that that's what people do sometimes to grow their brand. It's fair. You know, it also is fair. Please tell me. There's fucking aliens in this country and no one wanted to talk about it all day. Here we go. Give me the dark glasses for this. This exists. This exists. <laughs> Whistleblower tells Congress the U.S. is concealing multi-decade program that captures UFOs. Do you understand that every conspiracy theorist in the country woke up today and said, I fucking told you 
over and over again, <laughs> like every tin hat conspiracy theory, wearing whatever, you know, thing on your head to prevent the government from reading your mind. They are all now waking up thinking that the world is exactly how they said it was. Yeah. This dude under oath said yeah. they have recovered a vehicles, not from this country or from this world, rather not from this, not from this planet, 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 people, not the country. It's planet. not an international Sorry, problem. Planet. It's, it's a, it's an interplanetary problem. Then he admitted that they have recovered the pilots who manned that said vehicle, which they, crashed in this world. They, they got the pilots <laughs> and three, they were asked, well, what were the pilots? What are they? They're non-human. They're not from this world. And it just gets like, you have to go and find this right now. Like this story is not like Dan Bach tweeted it. And I completely agreed with them. This should be the only topic we're all talking about today. Like the only thing that everybody on this planet needs to realize is that we just confirmed that we're not alone in the universe. Like, Didn't we already know this, Piro? No, we did not. Not officially. Everyone thought it. Everyone wondered. We live in Vegas. We live by Area 51. We understand this has been a rumor for a very, very long time that aliens exist. We got a guy under oath being questioned by Congress who says, yeah, it's been going on for decades. We've had this for a long time. Long time. <laughs> a long time. We have aliens. It's like the perfect July news dump right like do it when everyone's on vacation no one's paying attention the kids are out of school just casually have this and have this whistleblower come out and be like well yeah we've been doing this for decades decades yet decades How, this should be i can't believe it like you have to go find this information on this this is not even like mm, a major front page news story we have ufos we have the actual UFO itself. We have the alien that piloted said UFO. So how long have we had this technology and what are we doing with it? Well, did, it, it, hasn't this come out like through movies? Like they're probably, they're all based on, you know, their, their, their fiction, right? Like Independence so. Day is real, <laughs> right? I mean, what is it, it is are they real? Transformers? Are they driving around? I don't like know. The, <laughs> this is, is Optimus point. Prime actually right. in, is he in the thing? Can like, they shapeshift? Are they like scrolls and they can go ahead and be cut, take our form? Like, what is this? Like, you can geek out so I can show my geek flag here and fly it proudly because it is unbelievable what this just uncovers mm. and the questions that now come from it. Yes. Who has the technology? What have we been doing? Who has access to it? Does the army, does the military, do, do other countries have their own version of this? Do they, do we, have we captured one alive? Do they communicate? Can we communicate with them? Do they come back? Is this like their vacation spot? They come to earth when they're bored. They just come on in and hang on out. I mean, it is crazy. Like, again, I'm putting this. This is the headline. Whistleblower tells Congress the U.S. is concealing multi-decade program that captures UFOs. Multi-decade. I'm 46. How long has this been going on? Since they probably since they went to the moon. Back probably in the so. 
right? That's probably fair. They went up there and said, hey, man, we're going to put a flag up here and we'll just let you know. You can come down and hang out with us anytime you want. Probably been here 50 years, right? Can they breathe oxygen? If they can, how? Are they fish people? Do they look like how we thought? What about that think, eight? Do you think they do same game parlays? Probably so. What about that nine foot dude that was in someone's backyard in Vegas? And the woman picked up the phone and said, I'm staring at a nine foot dude behind in my backyard. And it was so credible. The Las Vegas police put surveillance cameras around the house. This happened like two months ago here in Vegas. Like she called up. She's like, I'm not insane. I'm not crazy. I'm staring at something that's nine feet tall. It's not. Was human. it? Was it Wimbanyama? He was here a couple months ago. I don't know. Maybe it was Wimbanyama lost. I mean, maybe, yeah. That seven foot six kid from France. I don't know. Maybe it's like a hybrid. What in the hell is going on? I couldn't believe it. You started tweeting it. Then everybody started tweeting it, talking about this. I'm like, wait, we're just going to just come out like right now and just say, yeah, by the way. Like he's, it was so matter of fact, the one yeah. clip that I saw. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so like, like, yeah, like everybody, everyone's in on it. Like, this is not a big story. Like everyone knows this. Oh yeah, of course. Of course we know this. Like aliens, of course, aliens are real. Really? Aliens are real. So now do we have to rethink the entire way we think our entire existence came to be? Because there are people who believe that the pyramids were not made by us. That of course. It wasn't. It's not logical to think that the pyramids could have been constructed given the technology that human beings had at that time to be able to construct something like that, that big, that symmetrical, perfectly, that existed for hundreds of years. Did they we not do well, that? Very well done, those pyramids. Did I we not do the pyramids? Is that real? I mean, the movie Stargate says that those pyramids are actually the gateway to other worlds <laughs> that it was built as a way that the raw, the evil eye raw, the God that they worshiped then raw was real and raw was an alien that came down to be here. And that that's why they were afraid of the gods because the gods were real. They weren't fake. They weren't hypothetical. They were actually aliens that came down and enslaved humans to make them make the pyramids. <sighs> you think the aliens are coming to Vegas to sign up for the contest? Maybe they they yeah, we can get proxy. That's a hell of a proxy, man. <laughs> that would be fun. Well, Where do you live? Um, uh, I am resident in uh, Mars. Mars. Okay, here we go. Well, they ain't going to tell us they're in Mars. They're probably in Iowa or something like that, right? I don't know. Where Where do you think they would land? Like, where, So Miami. Oh. They'll always, they live in Miami. Miami. <laughs> They live in Miami. Oh, the not Omaha. No, nah, Miami. That's where that would live. They can blend in well there. Enough crazy. How about in the Mid Atlantic, like Pittsburgh? They stand out there in the Mid Atlantic. They mean the Midwest. They stand out in the Midwest. They can't go to the Midwest. It's like Superman landed. Superman landed. Oh, Connecticut. Jeez, yeah. Well, they, how big of a Karen are they? Superman landed in the Midwest in the in, in, in a cornfield. Smallville. In Smallville. I always found it to be weird. I was always just like, he would have stood out so dramatically there. Like, why didn't have him land in like a big city? Great there? athlete in high school. He broke all the records and did all that and stuff, right? Like, I mean, yeah, like you would stand out. Other- Where'd you come from? Uh, Krypton? Krypton, really? Krypton. <laughs> like, I, I want to know the name of their planet. I want to know what they can do. Is it true that all those different sightings that came from guys who fly jets? Like this has been a thing for a while with retired military people. When they're up there, they go, 
we've been seeing these things forever. They go against the wind. They go against the jet stream. They can change <laughs> on a dime. What? I'm just, I'm just thinking if you're just flying a regular routine mission or yeah, flight they, or whatever. They've been saying that forever. They, they see going, things up there all the time. Yes. What, what, right. what the hell was that? Right. Where did that thing oh, come from? And a co-pilot just sitting there reading a magazine or whatever he's doing. Oh, that's no, one of the things. Well, what they say they is that because every flight has a cockpit recorder and they've got a video of the entire, what the pilots are seeing. Yeah. That when they enc encounter something that can't be explained, it gets classified top secret and buried. Like the second it happens, you're not allowed to talk about it. You're not, oh. you sign papers and say, you can't talk about it. Oh. It's top secret. And then they get out and you know, whatever, four or five, 20 years later, they all talk and they go, I've been a fighter pilot. I've been up there numerous times. There's stuff up there that we can't explain as to what the hell it is. It's not from this world. And they're oh. like, oh, you're crazy. Unsolved Mysteries did a bunch of stuff on this. Remember that show from the 90s? Oh, yeah. They did a bunch of stuff on this, on unexplained crop circles and unexplained vehicles and, you know, things in the air in our airspace that doesn't make sense physically right. with physics. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. This guy just literally confirmed all of it <laughs> under oath in front of Congress. And we're all not stopping and going, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are we talking about? What are we doing? Are we all on this together? Like you want to talk about a way to unify the earth, you, unify this world. We're all splintered, right? You want to make it, we're all humans, race, color, creed. It don't matter. Have the little green guys come down here and want to take over our planet and see how fast we all get together and say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh -uh. We're all in this together now. First of all, they're probably down there parking their cars with JJ down at the Golden Gate. <laughs> JJ's probably seen some aliens too. JJ, probably. hi. Welcome yeah. to the show, sir. Second of all, why they got to be green guys? What, what if they're what if always they're been the rumor, right? Everything in, in, the, in the 50s and the 60s was those little green men. Then it became the, you know, the X-Files with silver guys with big, huge eyes and everything else. I don't know what to make of it, but look how many shows we have done, how many movies we have done about the idea that we are not alone. Like we have known this secret. Mm. That's why I think it's not that big of a deal because we've yeah. known this for so long. You're right. That's all. Now it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, we're good. But the next step is, if the answer is yes, well, what the hell are we doing about it? Like, are we prepared? Like, if they want to come down here and whatever, if remember what we did to the new world when Spain and England came to America, it wasn't good for the people who were in America, right? Okay, so if XYZ planet wants to come down and take over America, take over the world, take over earth. Well, do we have a plan for that? <laughs> do we have some type of defense mechanism for that? Have we communicated with them? Do we talk to them now? Like it, there are so many questions I have about all of this. It's incredible how small they're trying to make this story, which make, which makes me believe this is even a bigger damn conspiracy than we think. Because the news media could be in a froth over this, but they're not for some reason. And I'm like, wait a minute, who's paying off who? Like, who's contacted what? Inside company? job? Inside job? The government has, I, I would, now Inside I'm job? on board. Okay, give me the tin hat. Give me all the conspiracy oh, theories. There goes someone picked, all of the Someone picked the phone up and somebody yeah. called the head yeah. of the big media corporations and they said, you can cover this, but do not make this a big deal. Do not push this heavily. Talk about it. And then quickly move on. 
I had to go down to find this story on NBCnews.com last night. I had to scroll down almost all the way to the bottom of their damn website to find this. I was busy watching the, the Rangers and the, and the Astros. <laughs> I didn't see it. I, I really didn't see it until it was after the fact. It's unbelievable. So. Maybe Otani's an alien. This guy's he's fine. He he's could fitting. be. And they're up one nothing. The Angels are up, and he's dealing. What again. inning? Bottom of three. All right. I need more runs. I need eight. I'm on over eight. Uh, he might be so. in trouble. He looks like he's really on and they well, he, 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 off, he can, yeah, he can be on it, but it's it's the bullpen that's the problem for the Angels. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna see the bullpen today. This might be seven, eight innings strong. He's dealing. That would that would be a mistake unless his pitch count is really low. Okay. He should go six innings and that's it. In particular if they have a lead. You're going for it. He's gonna win. We'll see about that. All right. Uh, Big 10 football media days. I have to bring this up for our friend Bromo Kemp because this is the most Kirk Ferentz of Kirk Ferentz press conferences maybe I've ever seen. Kirk Ferentz this morning, <laughs> when he was asked about his offense, uh, he says, um, I have a defensive oriented offense. <laughs> and then yeah. he went on to talk about how important punting is and how good punting is and how when he came to Iowa, I think it's at 41 years ago, how Reggie Roby was the punter. He was, he was there. Was, and Re, he, Reggie Roby was phenomenal. One of the best Reggie, punters he's ever seen. Phenomenal. And he learned about how big of a weapon the punter can be. Of course. Oh, now, I don't, I don't yeah. know if you guys have seen this. Chris Hassel is a guy I worked with in Des Moines. He's a, I love him. He's a great dude. Works uh, now for CBS Sports HQ. Yeah. He's been doing. You met Chris at the Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah. He's been doing a running gag for different things involving Iowa and Nebraska for a very long time. He has different characters. One of his characters is Cooter Ray about Nebraska rednecks. It's unbelievably funny. Yep. His latest one is he does it as the Iowa punting coach. He gives press conferences at the end of every Iowa game as if he's the Iowa Iowa punting coach. And I honest to God thought, wait a minute. Did did Hassel pay Ferentz to go into this whole diatribe about the punter just for his bit, for his gag? Because I cannot believe he said the words defensive-oriented offense and then talked about how important punting is. Uh, Whitrock, who's an Iowa guy in yep. the chat, just came in and said, punting is winning, Matt. We put that on a T-shirt here in Iowa. They do. And punting Krista is winning. winning. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you people? I have the no idea. Out saying it. I, I was on with Carver Lee last night. Carver put the clip on for the, that he spoke yesterday. Yes. Put the clip on and said, "Punting is a very important part of our, our, our yes. football game." Very important. Talked about all of it. I was like, "This is this is the problem. This is this is okay. This we, is what they we do." We have a defensive oriented offense. Like the oxymoron, just to be able to say that statement publicly is incredible. If I'm a rival Big Ten coach, how do you not use that? Be like, hey, wide receiver, do you want to go to a defensive-oriented offense? <laughs> like, basically that's saying, when we have the football, we just play keep away. We're like, it's ours. No, it's our ball. It's our ball. You can't have this ball. No, it's not, like we're not going to do anything with it. We're no threat to hurt you. We're just going to make sure you can't hurt us. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? Eight and four ferrets. That's I, why he's that's why know. he's eight and four ferrets right there. In the modern day where we have scoring up so high, we've never seen more scoring in football than ever before. Kirk Ferrett says he has a defensive oriented offense. 
people in the chat are asking if you're an alien or I'm an alien. Ooh. I 100% am not an alien. I was born and raised in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I know where I was born. But you, you can't prove a negative, though. Like, prove to me that you're not an alien. How do you do that? I've been here my whole life. So have I, but that don't mean anything. You could have been planted here. You could have been installed here. I 100% came from my mom <laughs> and dad. I didn't come from nowhere else. I know that. <clears throat> I mean, my dad told me, saw, him, oh. saw me come out. There we go. So I can confirm that I am not an alien. I cannot confirm that you're not an alien. Can, can we <laughs> See, confirm that? That's, that's what I mean. How can you, how can, you can't confirm anyone's not an alien. You're Everyone's. supposed to just say, this is the part of the show where you say I'm not an alien, Dave. I'm not an alien, but I don't know if I'm not an alien. I don't know that. I could have been installed here. So could you. We have no clue. This whole thing could be just one big matrix. This all could be fake. Everything could be up. Everything is up is down. Nothing is real. They just told us that aliens are real. Like nothing is accurate. Nothing is. Nothing can be believed. Everything is fake. Where's Where's Neo? Did I, did I take the red pill or the blue pill? I don't know. Am I? Do I have a thing in the back of my head that I got to pull out? I don't know. Did you See? work out this morning? No. <laughs> no. This is, I. This is. This is crazy. I'm just saying, like, like one nothing top of four. We're going to keep you updated just throughout. How it is? Like I'm just. I'm just saying. Like we don't know. Everything is now completely different. In Iowa one? plays Penn State in the first Penn State Big Ten game conference yeah. game. Yeah. If we lose to the team, would it? <laughs> Punt-oriented offense or defensive-oriented offense. I'm going to be pissed off. Can I bet the under now? <laughs> Can I do <laughs> that? How's that number going to be? Well, Penn State's going to light it up. I think. Oh, haven't you heard? So. They have a new quarterback in, in Iowa. Oh, it's a whole different. It's a whole different offense now. It's a whole different deal. They got what? a Michigan kid coming in. Iowa's got a new offense. Iowa's going to score points. Haven't you heard? Did you know? I mean, this is the only school in the entire country where the offensive coordinator has incentives to hit. Per game, average scoring, which will give him a bonus, but also will keep his job. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Brian Ferentz has to score. What is the qualifications of an offensive coordinator? Aren't is it that what you're supposed to do every day? You would think so, but they basically every Iowa fan wants him fired because the Iowa offense last year was unbelievably bad. Kaka. Terrible. And they kept him. They kept Brian Ferentz. He's still there. Daddy's son is still calling plays. He's still, but he's got a quarterback now. Oh, now he's got a quarterback. Now we're, yeah. So we're going <laughs> to open it up this year. Oh yeah. Now we're going to throw every, we're going to put up points, but he has to put up points to keep his job. If he doesn't, he has a threshold. He has to hit for points. So Iowa running the score up, by the way, in the blowout games, don't bet Iowa unders against bad football teams and one double a teams. Cause they're going to run the score up. Huh? Bromwell Camp just came in to chat. Hello, Todd. Good to Hi. see you, sir. Thank you for being here. He said, keep sleeping on the Hawks this year. Keep sleeping on what? What am I sleeping on? Whoa. They're the fifth or sixth best team in the conference. Oh, I mean, boy. Now you're that's done. what they are. Bromwell now, Camp, you know this. You know oh, what God. You know what Iowa what is. They're now? the fourth, fifth, or sixth best team in the conference, and there's not really a debate on this. I, I can't help you, Todd. Okay. They're not better than Penn State. They're not better oh, than Ohio State. And they're not better true. than Michigan. All okay? of which is so true. they start at four and we go down from there. Wisconsin. We'll see. Wisconsin could be better than they, they, they. Look, Matt Rule might be better than them. I don't know. We'll see what Nebraska does. We'll see how fast he can turn things around. We've seen quick turnarounds in college football, transfers and different things. Come in. You can flip fast now. Mm. 
So I, I'm not going to sleep on Iowa. I don't need to do much about sleeping. It's eight and four rinse and repeat every year, nine and three, <laughs> eight and four is what they are. It's the, it's oh. the football. It's literally the only football fan base that I've ever seen that will justify their existence with eight wins. They're completely fine with it. As long as you get eight, you leave your guy alone because their answer is, well, this, this is the most Iowa of Iowa things. They're afraid of the unknown. Oh, boy. They, they know what they Are they have. afraid of aliens? No, but they know what they have. They know that Kirk Ferentz is going to win eight, nine games, and they're every year, because every Iowa farmer builds it into their schedule, they go to the bowl game. They go on vacation. It's a big deal. They got to be able to do it. Is Purdue better than Iowa? They could be. Connor Winsky just came in and asked that question. We'll see. Wow, fifth or sixth, man. Oh man, they're at oh, best. I don't. At I, best, fourth. You know your your boy Chris has a show on Iowa everywhere. I don't want these Iowa everywhere guys coming after us. Oh, no, this is nothing. Are you kidding me? I've had parents call my bosses trying to get me fired in Iowa. This is nothing Chris Hassel can do to bother me. Give me a break. Oh. So I got called in. I got called into offices and bosses said, "You know who's on the phone right now?" Ricky Stanzi's father. You know what Ricky Stanzi's father is telling me right now? I'm like, what? To fire you. Why? Because you won't leave his son alone. He's not a good quarterback. Iowa's not a good team. They got all mad. And my boss laughed. He was like, I know. I'm just listening. I'm letting him blow off steam. It's not a big deal. Do you want the birthday girl on now? She's here? She's here. On time? On time. Absolutely. Look at this. Look at this. Hi, Kylie. Hello. Look at this. Hold on one second. We'll do this and we'll do this Big square and we'll do that. Happy birthday. Thank you. Where are you? Um, I'm in South Carolina right now. Wait, I thought they're going to Charlotte, Dave. They, fl- Kylie, you flew to Charlotte and drove to South Carolina, correct? Yes. Where, Where in rock? South Carolina are you? Um, good question. I don't really know. <laughs> All right. This is what it's like to have a 20-year-old. You ask a question and you get, I don't know. She's standing well, really in South Carolina. Know. You honestly don't know, right? No. Are you, are you like in like a side of the road or are you at your cousin's house? We're at my cousin's house right now. Okay. So how are you feeling about turning 20? Um, it's kind of crazy. Right? Yeah. 19 is your last teenage years. Now you're turning 20. You're mm-hmm. coming back to Las Vegas. Are you a little bit annoyed that you can't do anything still? That 21 is still a bar? (laughs) No, no, no. Just one more year and then we're good. It's a countdown, right? Yeah. Countdown to what exactly, Kylie? Um, Parties, duh. Yeah. Parties, duh. Do you know how bad Madeline wants to go to Circa? Madeline gets so mad every time I go to Circa. She wants to go so bad. She wants to see what Stadium Swim looks like. She wants to go in there. She's like, why won't they let me in? And she's nine. Kylie, do you want to go to Circa? No, I'm okay. <laughs> Dad goes there too much. So, so are you, like you just picked up and you took the red eye last night with your sister. I just, I didn't get the chance to see you before you left because you ran out the door yeah. because you were running late. Um, did you get the cash that I gave your sister to give to you? Uh, I think she grabbed it. I don't know. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't need it. It's okay. 
Oh okay, that's fine. This morning they woke up in New Jersey and there were no one, no one could take debit or credit cards on any of the transit systems in New Jersey. The only way to get oh on my. the bus or the subway was to have cash. That's why I tell you to have cash on you all the time. That's when you just emergency. Uber. Forget the subway, just Uber. Fair. She's right. That's a, 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 hey, that, that, that's a fair point. You were on time. So are you on time a lot? Because your dad's never on time. Are you on always. time? Always. Tell the I'm truth, Kylie. Me always. and you are the only ones. What are you? You're never on time. What are you talking about? Me and you? You're never on time. In the house, I'm early. It's all these <laughs> women are late. We're usually waiting for Kylie last when we go everywhere. Whatever, but we're still on time, so it doesn't matter. That's fine. Listen, you were just in New York City. Oh, right. The mecca of all meccas is city wise. Now you're in South Kakalaki. That's what a lot of people say. But South Carolina. Mm-hmm. They don't live there. That's what we called it on the phones when we answered the phones when we were taking bets. <laughs> What do you like better so far? You I mean you've only been there 24 hours, not even 24 hours, but like um, just looking around, do you have a place yet where you're like, wow, this is really nice? Or wow, New York City was not? Or, what do you well, think? Well, so I think far? South Carolina, just because there's more green. I'm not really used to the green. Like it kind of feels like right. Pittsburgh. Like we pulled up and there was a lot of trees. <laughs> really? Like even driving, like because it was 30 minutes from the airport and like it was trees the whole highway. So you're up like by Spartanburg and Rock Hill? Is that where you guys are? Uh, kind of, I think. Because that's because it was only 30 minutes. Is your minutes. cousin near you right now? Can you ask her where, what city do you live in? I think it's Rock Hill. Rock Hill. Okay. Yeah. Cause that, okay. That's yeah. right. Because it was only 30 minutes outside of Charlotte. I was like, well, that must be, that's Northern South Carolina. And Rock Hill is the, is the first big town that you hit coming yes. over. Very cool. I've never um, been to that that part of the, I, uh, no, I've never been up there to, to that part. I've been to Charlotte, but I've never been to Rock Hill. That's cool. Kylie, your mother hasn't told me yet, but when are you coming what? home? What, Kylie, when um, are you coming Saturday, home? Saturday. Okay. Do you have a ride home from the airport? Yeah, my mom. <laughs> my mom. Okay. I just I just wanted to make sure. So, um, big day. Yeah, you don't worry about that. It's okay. Uh, believe me. I, I ask and no one tells me anything anyway, so that's fine. Um, 20 years old, big day. You know, July 27th, my life changed 20 years ago. You what made you your dad a dad. Today? You made your dad a dad. This is like, this is a big, it's a big day. His, his name changed on this day 20 years ago. His name changed. Yeah, he's it's old. A big, it's a big moment. What is that? He's old. Uh, we're, I'm old too, but it's okay. It's, 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 it comes with it. You'll be our age one day. So, and, and you'll be able to be like, wow, my dad was 52. That's a really kind of wild. You'll be yeah. that too. Yeah, true. What's, Kylie, what are you doing today? It's your birthday. Is you um, doing anything planned? Do you have anything special planned today? I think we're gonna go take some pictures and then maybe go to dinner. Really? We doing yep. what are we doing? Barbecue? Oh no. Mm-mm. No? You're in South <laughs> no. Carolina. Nope. Don't like barbecue. None. Really? None. Not wings, brisket. Nope. Nothing. Oh, None my. Of the above. You would not like South Carolina then. Living there would be difficult for you. Oh, it wouldn't be that bad. Kylie, are there um, aliens? We drove past a couple of Chipotle's and Chick-fil-A's. That'd be okay. <laughs> Go to something that you could get yes, here. Go true. to something different. Agreed. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Local place. Kai, we talked about aliens already on the show. You're 20 years old, very knowledgeable about the world. You live in Vegas. Are there aliens on this planet, Kai? Um, Maybe. I guess it's a answers. possibility. Oh my god! Government <laughs> confirmed. It I don't really have a solid answer. Yeah. They exist. Okay. All Interesting. Right. 
Well, go enjoy the rest of your birthday, Kylie. Thank you for joining on the show. We do a segment at the end of the show. If you ever watched it, you would know, but it's called Favorite Thing About Today. This is going to be the part of my favorite thing about today. Do you ever watch this show? There's a lot of people watching, Kylie, all over the world. No, that's for little Consig, not me. Oh, she is watching the show right now. She's burying you in the chat. Oh, she's burying That's okay. That's okay. What's new? On your birthday, too. Come on. No sister. Oh, um, someone it. else wants to join. Hey! coming in. There's oh. no aliens. No such thing. Tell, tell the government just confirmed it yesterday. Yeah. So, tell us the government thing. confirmed it yesterday. It's not true. She said not true. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kai. Thank you. Yep. Enjoy it. Have fun. Yeah. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. That's very cool. That was fun to do. Unbelievable. On time. 20 years old, man. 20 years ago today, your name changed. Three o'clock in the morning, 3.17 a.m. She arrived. We had a tremendous overnight. Um, Sitting there, just me and Jess. We were in Phoenix, in Scottsdale, at the hospital. Her mother couldn't get there, so it was just her and I. I was watching the contractions. I was watching everything happen. they, They turned down the lights. It was soft music. Jess was on the epidural. Just on a different planet. <laughs> right. Yeah, literally. Right. We had so much fun just sitting there talking and I'm watching and the doc kept coming or the nurse kept coming in going one centimeter, two centimeters. This is happening. And I just kept going, I'm having a kid. Right. I'm having a kid. Oh, yeah. And now I get to talk to her on a show that we're doing. It's pretty cool. Thanks. Very cool. It's very cool. No, that's that's incredible. I don't know. It's as I was saying to you before the show. There's so many July birthdays. It's amazing. Yeah, Madeline's is Sunday, so it's just you know, it's just everyone's July. It's two of my brothers, my sister, my daughter. A lot Wait, of Leo's Sunday's in what the thirtieth? Yep. Okay. July so she's 30th. the thirtieth. That's good to remember. Okay. She's supposed we'll to be twenty. Morning. She was supposed to be the 29th, but she didn't come till twelve fifteen or so. Twelve eighteen, I think it was. So she just just crossed the threshold into the 30th. Kendall's in the chat. She's Stop. concerned that I don't remember the exact day she was born. It was January 28th, 2014. We wa- I was watching a Big East game. Pitt was playing basketball, and your mother came downstairs and said, it's time to go. Woke me up from a slumber. I jumped up and said, I have to, to- I have to go to the bathroom first. And she's <laughs> like, what? And I said, I have to go to the bathroom. If we're going to be there having a kid, I got to go now. Cause it's going to make me sit there and wait. And at three 47 AM mm. Kendall was born on mm. January 28th. Yeah, the, so I do remember every second of, of that one. Yeah. Come on, Kendall. Of course. Come on, Kendall. Can't forget that. I, Please. We had to, Madeline's mom had to, had to walk. She was, Maddie, Maddie was late. So she, she had to be induced and then she had to walk, <laughs> did the walk, did the walk. And then we turned around and there was a water trail. And that's how we knew. I was like, I was like, Oh my gosh. It's like, that really does happen. Holy, I was like, whoa, we didn't realize it, the water breaking. We had the coolest um, OBGYN down in Scottsdale. Young guy. I got to know him personally because Jess was up and down a lot of crazy times. I I called him at one point and I said, Doc, if I don't make it, please make sure the baby's delivered right because she's going to kill me. He's like, what are you talking about? I said, you got to talk to her. She's she's, she's losing her mind. The, The swings were crazy. Yeah. But- he uh, he was really good about like just let it happen naturally, just let it happen naturally. And then right. we got you know it was July in <sighs> Phoenix. Jess was just 
Yeah. The, the, the heat, all this other shit is very uncomfortable. I said, Doc, what do we do here to, to accelerate this? He said, walk, mm-hmm. eat spicy food, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, title shots, a mm-hmm. lot of them. I said, here we go. This is going to be a hell of a week. Let's have a baby. Mm, wings, walking, and you know what? Let's go. July 27th, welcome Kylie to the world. Madeline got delivered by a Creighton graduate. Really? Isn't that crazy? Where, in Houston? No, in Boston. Oh, she was born in Boston. Then you went to Houston. She was born. She was born in Malden, Mass, by a Creighton graduate, by a Creighton medical. Same ho- same hospital you were born at. Nope. I was, oh. I, I was born in. Um, I was born in Methuen. Okay. Okay. Mad- Madeline was born in Malden. But oh yeah, it just it was just really funny. Like when we we're going through doctors and who was going to be the delivery doctor and everything else at the hospital, we knew where where we were going to get delivered. We're living in in Malden in in Medford Malden Medford Hospital is where Madeline got delivered, and. I was like, we just talked, talk, talk. And I was like, where'd you go to school? And I looked up and the guy has a Creighton, Creighton University, big black Creighton Medical School. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> I was like, how the hell? So a lot of things working for the Jesuits. Incredible. Mm-hmm. So anyway, people are it up incredible that angels are through four. No and, score. Um, you should probably keep an eye on that game if I'm so far. I'm just saying. It's all right. We need we need need the offense to get going for the Angels too. Hey, no offense yet. If you know what I'm yeah. saying, I ain't saying it out loud because I don't want to be accused of the jinx. But it's three nothing, top of five. Oh, that's good. Okay, yeah. that's okay. Three nothing's okay. I yeah, get a nice three, little three's good. You just I get th- I get three two. I, I get three two after six. I might be okay. <sighs> okay. Eight to eight to push potential. So we'll do that. All right. Uh, what happened last night? Colorado is leaving the Pac-12 for the Big Twelve, going back to where they left. Before, do you just wake up and decide, you know what, we're up? How does this happen now? Because it's been happening for years now. This is just what goes on. The conversations have been happening for a very long time about all this. And the Big 12 has unanimously selected Colorado as its new member. It is uh, the vote marks the final step, one of the final steps for Colorado to become a member of the Big 12. And it puts the Pac-12 in real interesting positions here as to what happens going forward. It'll be after the 23-24 season and will coincide with the end of the Pac-12 television deal, which means Colorado will not have to pay any exit fees to leave to join the Big 12. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's pretty. It, that's the most significant of the things is that they get the full share of the money. They'll get their full Pac-12 share and then join the Big 12 and get their full TV share of the Big 12 new TV deal. How does that happen? Deion Sanders. That's how it happens. Did Deion know that they were leaving? I don't know if Deion knew, but I guarantee there was probably some idea. There was probably some conversations that, hey, by the way, like these things could happen. We might be, before you even coach a game, we could be headed to to the back to the Big 12. It brings back... So many traditional rivalries. It brings back so many interesting football games for for Colorado and their fans should be absolutely ecstatic. I don't know what it does for the Big 12. It doesn't make them that much stronger. It's still without Texas and Oklahoma. They are still without. It gives them Dion. Yeah, but there's no bell. This this Colorado season win total is one of the most bet on things in books right now in college football. We're doing it today. And we're doing it today. We'll have, we'll have, we'll do their win total today. 
What's but under? I mean, what's the, I don't know. We'll go through the schedule. We'll look at it. And we'll see what we we'll see what, what happens. But this is, I don't think from a Colorado sports perspective, I don't think it helps the Big Twelve nearly as much as it helps Colorado. This is an awesome move for Colorado to join the Big Twelve, to bring back you know the Oklahoma States and the Kansas States and it's the Kansas. It's great for them. It puts them right in the same. They can be competitive very quickly, and they could potentially be in Big Twelve championship games again. And it, it is a great thing for Colorado. You know, for the, for the Buffaloes, this is awesome. For the Big Twelve, I think it's awesome too. Nah, it's still lipstick on a pig. It's still, it's still not. Their Why don't you like the Big Twelve? It's not that I like the Big Twelve. You, you tell me next season, okay? Yeah. Who, what is who is the marquee program in the Big Twelve next season? I don't know yet. Who's the marquee program in a Big 12 this season? Texas and Oklahoma. Okay. I mean, it's pretty easy. So <laughs> next <laughs> like season, who's it going to be? Baylor? We don't know. And it's a bunch of land-grant universities. Texas Tech? Right. I don't know. It's like that. That's my point. You have That's Texas fun. Tech. No, it's not. It's it's Texas Tech, Baylor, Colorado, Kansas State, Iowa State. It's all a bunch of mediocre. K-State, baby. Here we mid-tier go. Football pro- it's, it's a bunch of mid-tier football programs that will never compete for championships. It's the best basketball conference in the, in the uh, college basketball. Arguably, ACC would have something to say about that, but you can argue it. I, I understand the point. You can. Top to bottom, the Big 12 is better than any other college basketball conference you know the buffalo stink at basketball though right this isn't for them that's correct not, that, that's that, my that, point that, so you can't bring it up then i agree i i would agree no, there's you. a lot of so pluses you, so you can't bring it up not they don't the have to go colorado never fit from a in the, on the pac-12 Pac i 100 completely agree with that it's like the big 10 in nebraska it doesn't in the big 10 nebraska doesn't fit either i mean that's just it doesn't nebraska should go back to the big 12 will never happen but they should and i mean these are just we're just seeing what happened for a five-year period where college football was drunk and all this realignment, Rutgers needs to get out of the Big Ten, get them out of there. Nebraska needs to get out of the Big Ten, get them out of there. Like it just, but but now we're going the other way because USC and UCLA are now Big Ten schools. <laughs> like Oklahoma and Texas being SEC schools is a little bit of a stretch, but it's not that far of a stretch given geography, given their brand and given A&M already in the conference anyway. So that fits a little more regular, but what happens to the PAC 12 now? No Colorado, no USC, no UCLA. Huh. If you're Oregon, don't you have to be shopping? Cause if they go, that's it. That's the last that's the last thing that's going to kill the Pac-12. Where are they going? They could go to the Big 12. They Why could not go be the king of the Pac-12? If the it Pac exists, is Pac it going to eight, whatever is it is. It exist? What's the TV revenue? Who's going to give you? They can't get a TV deal now. Like that's the problem. That's why they were here last week for Big 12 for Pac-12 Media Days. They didn't announce their TV deal, and everybody went, "Whoa, wait a minute, why not?" That's why, because they got to renegotiate it because Colorado's out of it. They lost the Denver market. So they have to redo it. But they're not moving this year. Next year. They're, right. The deal is up next. The, the Pac-12 is negotiating for the 2024 season football conf, football contract right now. It's not, a mess even up to this point. They, this they, is they, the last year of their current iteration the pac-12 network the ESPN yeah. deal the current iteration of the pac-12 network ends at this season after this year it's over so that's why they get to leave and not have any penalty for leaving 
So if you're Oregon, you're shopping around hoping to see somebody grab on to your games, but no USC, no UCLA, and no Colorado. You've got to figure out what happens next. Now, a merger between the Mountain West Conference and the Pac-12 is possible. It's been rumored for years. Okay. UCLA, I'm sorry, UNLV going to the Pac-12. It's been rumored for years. San Diego State, they were thinking about leaving this year. And then when they came here for Mountain West Football Media Days, they had to say, huh, just kidding. We're staying. We'll take our full $9 million share now for for our TV deals with San Diego State that just played in the championship game for basketball. Those two teams to the Pac-12 is is potentially possible now. So I got a couple good friends watching the show right now. Uh, Sean, who you spoke to on the phone, and Shars, they're Hi. both college football guys. They just sent me a thing. This is the end of the Pac-12. This it is could, this yes, is, it could be. He's right. This, this could is be an exodus now. This is the so Oregon. I mean, the Pac-12 doesn't have a TV deal for next year, and the Pac-12 just lost another team. Now they've lost three major markets: Denver and Los Angeles, two major markets, three teams. So you've lost huge eyeballs. And now it's only why Denver and, and, and Boulder was in the Pac-12 was for the TV deal that Denver was bringing, the enhancement of the TV revenue that was going to come in from the Denver. What's the market. name of the Buffalo mascot? The, 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 um, Ralphie? Uh, Ralphie, thank you, yes. It wasn't for Ralphie? No. So I'm curious now if you are Oregon and Oregon State, because they're pretty much tied to the hip, they want to go together. So they're shopping, I guarantee, as to what they're going to wind up doing. Or – they can go and try to pillage. It's the same thing that Big 12 did. They're not they, going to the Big 10, right? Who? Oregon. They could. Oregon they could. Yes, they could create the, the, the first 16 because there's 14 Super teams. massive. Well, think about it. There's 14 teams in the SEC right now. There's only, there's only two short of going to the 16, the 16 power conference. Okay. Damn it. They just broke up Otani's no-hitter. Oh. Bottom of the fifth. Man, I was rooting for him to just now pull him out. Now they'll pull him. Um, so what? you've got Oregon, Oregon. The, the most coveted teams are teams either if you want their academics, which the Big Ten has coveted the academics of Stanford and Cal for years. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's it's a the Big Ten's the only conference that actually gives a flip about your academics. True. And Stanford and Cal are it. I mean, that is what you're saying the SEC don't care about the school? Zero. Academics. So the Big Ten cares about this stuff. It's why they keep Northwestern in the conference and blah, blah, blah. So I think Cal and Stanford going to the Big Ten is very possible. And then Oregon and Oregon State would go to the Big 12. SEC would probably look to grab hold of maybe Florida State, which has always been a big rumor about them going there. And Clemson might potentially go as well to the SEC. You're breaking up the ACC? This is all going to be, this is what happens. This is the same thing that happened the last time this went down. Everybody breaks up everybody else. I mean, this is why the AAC exists, right? The American had to be formed because of everything that happened and all the things that fell out. The Conference USA teams all left and all departed around and they kept that conference together barely with duct tape. So this is, when we start seeing this change, it's getting more and more likely we're going to see four 16-team Power conferences. What are they called? Don't know. Big 10, Big 12, SEC probably are three of the four. Then what's the fourth one going to be called? Who knows? But this is good news for the Mountain West schools that are of bigger markets, San Diego and Las Vegas. Good news. There's a lot of seismic changes happening. Well, did San Diego State try to go and they come back? 
Correct. They were going to leave. And then they said, ah, wait, we're staying. And well, they now, put it out that they were going to leave. I don't think anybody was going to take it. Was reported. Said, whoa, 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 it was not, reported they were, they were going to the Pac-12. But then, yeah, then the Colorado just... thing happened. And so that screwed it up. Now we now know that the Colorado decision got in the way of that. Uh. So now they've got to reassess everything and take a bigger picture as to what exactly the pac 12 future is going to be. So it really only comes down to Oregon. I mean, it's the only real school that has because of the Nike that, and they're the only school that actually contends for championships in, whoa. Football, in football. I mean, whoa, Arizona, Arizona state. They don't, there's irrelevant. No, they're Washington, Washington state. No, irrelevant. Nothing. Right. No. So like to do that, okay. Do that pocket. Washington, Washington State, Oregon, Oregon State, Arizona, Arizona State, right? Those six teams, if you combine it with Cal and Stanford, now there's eight. Uh Then you combine it with a couple of Mountain West schools, the Pac-12 can stay alive, okay? That's Phoenix, Seattle, Uh and Portland, Oregon, right? Not bad. And a little bit of San Francisco, too. Or no, all of all of San Francisco. So so yeah. Those, yeah. So those four markets, right? The geography there. still sometimes. It's just, no, no, no. Talk about the schools so there, not geography. Talk about the schools that are there. Cal and Stanford don't really have much of a presence in San Francisco. It's kind of, it's there, but it's not huge. Well, Rutgers has no presence in New York, but the Correct. Big Ten pretends that they do. Correct. So it's right. So you can get get on the cable networks and get on the broadcast channels and blah blah blah. So yes, that's fair. So you have four big markets, right? So you can do some type of deal. How big of a deal? How much money is someone going to pay for those eight schools? Then you take San Diego State. Then you take UNLV. Now you get ten schools. Now it's not a championship caliber conference, but it's a viable conference. It's actually something people will watch basketball wise. They definitely will watch. Which it's I mean, is that equated to Conference USA? But on I mean, Oregon changes everything. When you have an Oregon, it, it puts you above. It's not as good as the Pac-12. I, I mean, it's the, you're the overestimating 12. the power of Oregon. I think because no, it's a big Nike thing. They got money and all huge. this other stuff, but Oregon's still Oregon. I I, I don't get it. Yeah, they have a brand. They sell kids. They get top level five star recruits all the time. Look at Justin Herbert. The deal he just signed this week. Like they get high high level football players to go up there and. Oregon is still a major force on the national scene. Kids want to go there. Kids love the uniforms. Kids love the Nike NIL money and everything else. So I, Oregon's a really big factor, but everyone else tough. It's a better conference in the big, or I mean, the big 12 is a better conference than the PAC 12. It puts them at four, but Colorado going to the big 12 doesn't change it as the third best conference. And they're still severely behind the big 10 and the SEC. Everybody's behind the Big Ten and the SEC. Yeah, but they're trying. But everyone in Big Twelve country thinks that they are on par. Well, they're. I mean, they're next, but they're not on par with those two. I don't want to besmirch the Big Twelve, but pump the brakes a little bit. You're, you're, what? It's, it's Kansas State and Kansas. Like it's it's. They may sponsor the show. Relax. Don't <laughs> don't just bury them right off the bat. But it's can you imagine your second tier to Iowa? Mm. Of course, they've been second tier to Iowa forever. Iowa State's oh. been second tier to Iowa forever. This is just a fact. This is what it is. It's little brother, big brother. I've covered. I've been at both schools. It's a big damn difference when you go on campus at Iowa State and on campus at Iowa. Big difference. Big difference. Big difference. Okay, you can see the money right away. You can see the difference, the population size, the school, the everything. It's big difference. Yep. Yeah. You know, yep. One school's got Big Ten money. One school's got Big Twelve money. There's a, oh. big, there's a big difference. Big difference in that money? Old money, new money, big money, small money? TV money, Chicago money. Big bank tank, little bank. Mm. Yeah. So now, look, the Big 12 was nearly killed 
It stayed alive. Mm. Texas and Oklahoma nearly killed it. Texas and Oklahoma tried to kill it again. It's staying alive. But they're staying alive by adding BYU and Cincinnati and Colorado. And Mm. okay. Like these are middle of the tier programs, just like most of the big 12, they're middle of the tier programs. The PAC 12 is all middle or lower tier programs, except for Oregon. So that's the key to me. It's Oregon, whatever Oregon wants to do, Oregon will dictate it with the future of the PAC 12. If they want to leave, then your text messages are accurate. PAC 12 is dead. Everybody will run for the Hills. Man, it's, it's just as a college Football fan, college sports fan, it's just hard to imagine the landscape without the Pac-12. It was Not hard living to, out here. It really would be, but I right. one of the, the things that people from Iowa will tell you. Oh, boy. I played taps for the Big 12 on my radio show that pissed off in 2011. You were trying to get fired all the time. No, I just, it, was just, it was just fun. <laughs> I played, I was by myself. Ken Miller, who was my co-host, Ken was off. Ken was here. Ken was probably with you. Ken was here at working for CG. In Ken's Vegas. coming. He's signing yeah. up for the contest. So Ken was here yeah. when this was, whole thing broke down. Chip Brown of then, um, I think then at the time, Chip was with the Austin American Statesman, I think, but I forget where Chip exactly was working at the time. But Chip Brown wrote that Texas and Oklahoma were leaving the Big 12 for the Pac-12. Announcement would happen the following Monday. It was Friday. Ken what year was Vegas, this? 2000, in either 10 or 11, one of the two. I can't remember the exact year. Okay. Wow. I, I opened the show by playing Taps. <laughs> for, for the Big 12. Such a jag off. <laughs> And everyone, I mean, I literally had so many people to this day will come up to me and go, I can't believe you played tabs for the big 12. And then it didn't die. (laughs) It's good. I like it. I like it. That's that's actually pretty good. I I shook. There is a website called Cyclone Fanatic that if you go to that website and still search my last name, they still talk about me. I've never had a group of people more obsessed with my career than those people. They, I, they hung on every single word I said, and they all, and they never understood it. Like it always, I loved it because it was great for me, but they thought they were winning because they would be like, Peralt's an asshole, blah, blah, blah. on their keyboard warrior stuff. It was phenomenal. Yeah. That's why we were number one. We were the number one team. We were the number one show in Des Moines for the two years I was there, all eight books, number one show in the, in the state of Iowa, Ken Miller, Matt and Miller was number one. Because Iowa State fans are sensitive. A little bit. They are a walking nerve. Yeah, you go ahead and ding. And they, and they just, just call them a walking nerve. That's what they all are. It's so easy to talk about, you know, it's so easy to get an Iowa State fan's goat. It's simple. Oh, my God. They are so sensitive. Iowa fans can be really sensitive, too, though, because Iowa fans do think that they're God. So, like, when you check them and be like, well, you're not Penn State, you're not not Ohio State, and you're not Michigan, their answer is, well, who is? Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan. That's who. (laughs) And that's – they are – mediocre is completely okay. They don't like being bad, but they will settle for mediocrity more than any other football fan base in the country. And that's why their coach can stand up at a press conference and say, we have a defensive oriented offense and Iowa fans are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. 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 Good job, Kirk. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> go Hawks. Go Hawks. Five, nothing angels, by the way. Let's go run Homer. Told you. Top of six. I'm we got right. uh, top we're of good. six, two out. Actually we're out of the inning. 
All right, All so right. we're going to the bottom of the sixth. I need three runs. Come on now, uh-huh. someone, yeah, someone get right. someone get me three runs. I'll take a push uh-huh. if I have. I'll, I'll take a push if I have to. Connie's dealing. I don't think you got to worry about he's him coming, coming out. out anytime soon. Nah, he's coming out soon. I'm mean, uh, they're not going to leave him. You're in. really not. No, he's not coming out. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. How many how many pitches is he at? Jim Montgomery just came in the chat and said a simple Matt Peralt Big Twelve Google search is hilarious. They oh, it's hate a, him. Hundred percent. Yes, do it up. Hundred percent. If you want to, if you're bored, Google me, Iowa State or Big Twelve. My name. Yes, hundred percent. You will die laughing. There is message board after message board after message board. You know, I should have run a background check before we went into the show together. <laughs> I didn't know about the the, the, of course of the country hates you. Oh no, not no 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 just certain parts. No, I told you. Creighton fans, we're all good. Omaha. We're, we're going back. We're, we're going back good. to Iowa. We're, we're putting good. Iowa on, on, on the tour. We're going back to Iowa. No, we're going to Omaha. No, we're going to Creighton versus Iowa. I told Mac we're coming. I said I'm gonna I need tickets. I told Mac we're coming. I told Coach Mac. I saw him here in Vegas last week. I said Dave and I are coming. Iowa here. He's like, Well, that game's gonna be pretty big. I was like, Yep, it's gonna be a big game. Can't wait. We're gonna be there. Iowa. He'll come versus, on the show, right? Versus Green. Coach Mack? Yeah. 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 Coach Mack will come on the show. Oh, that's great. But I mean, we're going to have to, if Iowa gets good or something, it's something. I don't know. Maybe a while. <laughs> we may have to go back. We got to go back. If Iowa show. gets good at something. <laughs> what did I say? I didn't say it. You said it. If Iowa gets good at something, what wrestling? They're good at wrestling. They're very good at wrestling. Yeah. They are they're very good. They're at wrestling. They have school. been for decades. They're a wrestling school. Yeah. <laughs> CBW just went in a chat, said, I guess we're not doing any live shows from any Big 12 schools. Um, Would I want to is the question. <laughs> there really isn't anyone I'd want to go. What do you mean? To. You don't want to go to Manhattan, Kansas? Have you Kansas ever been State to Manhattan? You, you ever been to Manhattan, Kansas? Never in my life. Holy shit. It's, I'm surprised people don't commit suicide in the drive out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the middle. You're talking about the middle of nowhere. Whoa. Lawrence, really? it's fun, though. I'll give KU credit. Lawrence is fun. How about Oklahoma State? Can we go there? Uh, yeah, I like. I mean, it's not horrible. I mean, it's it's a nice school. It's small. I mean, it's it's a it's a one of the smaller campuses, one of the smaller stadiums in Stillwater. I like Oklahoma a lot better. I've been to both. Norman's fun. I, I Norman's a fun damn town. Norman, Oklahoma is a like, it's cool. I've done radio shows from the student bookstore at Norman, Oklahoma, in Norman, Oklahoma. Did I know what you said about the Big 12? Sure, they agree. That's why they're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> they all agree. What do you mean? They'll all be like, yep, uh-huh. He's 100% right. We're going to we're going to the SEC. See you later. Enjoy it. Enjoy uh, Cincinnati and BYU. Enjoy that. Oh, by the way, you can't play on Sunday ever because BYU is now in the conference. Cora just came in and asked the question, doesn't Frank Mir's daughter go to Iowa? She does. Bella Mir goes to Iowa. We can go does. see Bella wrestle. Oh, she's going to crush people. She's one, two years max and then straight to the UFC. She'll have a title shot. I've said it before. Bellamere will be in the octagon fighting for the UFC, probably bantamweight title by 2026. Yeah. Three years from now, she'll be, she'll be fighting for the title. I got to get, I got to get in shape. She promised me one time a ring walk with her down in the corner. That, that would deal. be an epic experience. You get to walk out. Oh my gosh. I, I, I remind her every six months or so. I just check in with her because I coached her for a couple of years. Right. Got close with her and the family and all this other stuff. And 
I remind her, don't forget our deal. You know, she said when she makes it, I said, Bella, I don't want anything from you. You know, because she had to make a decision and move on from softball. She said, yeah. I have to focus on my future fight career or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, the only thing I ask is that, you know, if you always text me, the door's always open if you ever need anything ever. And two, I want to just be in a corner one fight. I want to walk out with wow. you behind you. She's like, absolutely, Coach Dave. You know, so that will be fun. But yeah, she lives in Iowa. We, we could go to Iowa. I just don't want to have to like put on like, you know, combat gear. Right. Return to Iowa. Oh, uh, no, not to Omaha. We don't. No, 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 no. Omaha. I said be. Iowa. But we're going to go to Omaha to watch Creighton in Iowa play. We'll kill two birds at one stone. So, oh, boy. Creighton's going to win. Who? Creighton's going to win that game. Yeah. That's where we're going. <laughs> mm. It's going to be fun to watch McCaffrey lose his mind and get ejected. Oh boy! Oh, oh yeah, nothing. He 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 does not like losing the teams in his region. He recruits against. Mm -mm. Wow! Meltdown Central. That game's already on the calendar. That that one's done. When yeah, it's part, the, it's part of the. It's part of the. It's part of the either it's a Gavit game. I think it's I think it's a Gavit game or it's the Big Ten. Big East Challenge. That might be it. Well, that's early in the season. Like no, late November or something. Oh, okay. Right. Check it. Let's somebody in the chat find out when Iowa is playing at Creighton for us. Um, the show. I it's it's happening on um, November the fourteenth. Creighton will host Iowa. November the fourteenth. Yep. What day of the week is that? We might be we might be out of that. What that day of the be, week is that? That might be possible for us. That is a Tuesday. It's perfect. That's okay. perfect. Tuesday That's night. Fly in, fly out. We ain't staying. That's fine. I found out there's new places. I found out there's new airlines that fly to Vegas out of out of Omaha. So okay, we can go check out different airlines. All right, we'll put that out. on the list. That's Allegiant does it too. I think that's F one week. That's even better. Get the hell out of here. Oh boy. That's perfect. That's great timing. Let's go. <laughs> take Omaha, take Madeline to Omaha, pull out our school. Let's go. Two day trip. We might have to make that one last. Go, go stay in the old market. Oh, my kids I mean, are fans. We, of the, the, the kids are got, fans of, of we've Omaha. We've got they, two they bars, like two bars, automatic. Put us up 100%. Broken down, broken down palace will put us up in Omaha. Hold on. We got the best comment ever. Ever. Just now. Okay. Ever. At least today. Okay. From Sherry Chamberlain. I have never seen her in the chat before. Oh, Sherry. I, I work with I worked with her. Okay, good. Yeah. You know Sherry? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sherry just came in the chat. And I love when the ladies come in the chat and uh -huh. leave comments. And I welcome all of you to come in. And please do. The brigade welcomes you. You know, we got winning Las Vegas. I haven't seen. Um, She's been banged up. She's been dealing with some stuff. She said, yeah, she had a little She's, injury. Yeah. But Sherry Chamberlain just came in the chat and said, just when I miss being married, I listen to you two bicker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Sherry, if you saw the clip from yesterday about how B-roll feels about the marriage. She did. <laughs> but thank you for coming in the chat. And leaving a comment like that because I don't like the bickering either. 
but it's part of the gig. That's what we're doing. Sometimes people like it. Sometimes they don't. I can't leave because we're connected here doing the show. So thank you for coming in. So what, what's so funny? Why would you, Sherry, are you texting her right now? Are you, do you know her? Know her? Like yeah. know her? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Where's Sherry watching the show from right now? I don't actually where in the South she is. I don't actually know where she lives. Sherry's now. in the South. She knew me at 20, 21. No, 22. No way. No, no, tw- 20, yeah, in Alabama. 25 years ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, long, long. Sherry, where are you watching the show from right now? I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I can, I'm trying to see. an area code in a city where you're at. I want to thank you personally. I just did. Do it again. <laughs> Tell <laughs> someone about the show. It's good. Oh, she does. Yeah, that's true. She oh, does. She likes time. it. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she likes the show. She, I'm trying to find the. You all are so cute. Does she have a southern drawl? Oh yes, for, for yes, yeah, yeah. We gotta get Sherry on the show. <laughs> Sherry, will you come on the show to say she hi was, to Matt? She was the. I, I, you know, Sherry, correct me if I'm wrong, because this was a long time ago. This was 2002, but I believe she was the promotions director. She worked for. She worked with me at Bill D. She, she and I, she and I know Bill D. She knows Bill D. Yeah. I can't wait to meet Bill D. And now I can't wait to meet Sherry. This is unbelievable. She's in Destin, Florida. Okay. There she is. Okay. There we go. Yeah. I knew she was down there. That's right. But she's been very, she's been very sweet. She sends Madeline gifts and she's, she's very sweet. She calls you Matthew. Yeah. Most people back in the day did down there. That was the whole Southern thing. (laughs) <laughs> I, I I had a group of of women. I, I had a group of women that literally they all looked at me because I was so young at the time and I was so out of a fish out of water that there's three of them that I stay actually in contact with today from that time working for Bill D in Alabama. But that's like Kevin Walker, who we saw Kevin Walker. This is all like full circle for me, like going back 20 years back to my Omaha day, to my Huntsville days, because Sherry was there. There were two other women that worked there. Um, that I communicate. Facebook's a funny thing. You keep in contact with different people, but Bill D and his wife, I keep in contact with them on Facebook. Kevin Walker just came in from the Huntsville flight. If I ever walked back in that building, I don't know what I would do. If I walked back into that broadcast house, we're going back. Oh, that would be the strangest thing in the world for me to walk. If we were going back, I told you we're doing the redemption tour. You've left all of these cities and never gone back. (laughs) We're doing the P. Ralt Redemption Tour. We're it would be worth back. filming my face because the amount of stories and ghosts I will have. That five years was so transformational for me. It was such a, uh, I don't know. I don't know why it, it happened and the way it happened, but like it was crazy. I mean, from being on the air during 9-11 to watching Bill D basically kick out the Tennessee Titans from a meeting. <laughs> like just, Hall of Fame story. That's oh, Hall my of God. Fame story. Just such incredible trend. I mean, then going on the RV every every Friday, getting in an RV and driving all over the South, Dan Bach and I just, you know, with TJ and <laughs> running over cones and meeting people. And, we should do that to Pac-12 is what we should do. Oh, that is, I don't know if they have the culture that the, the SEC does, though. We just the, need to do it because, no one, no one else is doing it. And two, yeah. we need to do it before the whole conference is, is blown up. Right. We can it's say, just, hey, we, we did a Pac-12 conference tour. Football the thing season. about the what? SEC, though, like being where I was in Alabama, like, okay, so the drive, Tuscaloosa was about uh, three hours. Yeah. Auburn was about three and a half hours. Okay. Tennessee in Knoxville was about two and a half hours. Not bad. Um, 
Arkansas was a little rough. Arkansas was about eight. Uh, but then, you know, the schools, the, the, the furthest trip was like Gainesville, Florida was the farthest drive you had to make. Everything was within, within a one day drive. The PAC 12 is not a one day drive getting up to Washington, Seattle from here. Oh, hell no. We'd have to fly there. Right. That's my point. So you're not taking what the, the RV. You're not having the same experience. Oh, we could do the RV experience. How? That, you got to drive. In the, in the, in the close ones to here, but we'd have to fly to, I mean, listen, there are no close ones anymore in the PAC 12. It would take a week. We'd have to drive to Seattle. Right. That's It'd forever. No fun. Man, I ain't right. driving so to Walla Walla, Washington, or wherever right. the hell Washington State is. Are you nuts? It's Washington State's in, um, oh gosh, it's Corvallis, Oregon's where Oregon Pullman? State is. Pullman. Pullman. There, thank you. Pullman's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. We're going to go to Corvallis? Yeah. We're going to try. I mean, come on. <laughs> no, but that's my point. That was part of the fun, though, because we drove. You don't understand. Like, the hours I spent behind the wheel with oh, Dan God. and with TJ. Who drove? Me. Bach didn't drive. He drove sometimes, but Bach ran into the shit all the time. He crashed the RV all the time. Dan Bad driver, just the RV, just was very it was a very large thing for Dan to be able to handle. So it was it was it was he got very nervous on it. So I I drove more often than anybody else. I was driving, but think about like how I don't. I was laughing the other day because there is there was a radio show in Boston called Opie and Anthony. They then became yeah. international, right? Yeah, they yeah, started, yeah. They started on WAAF in, uh, in Boston and their claim to fame. One of their first big, huge thing was a thing called whip it out Wednesday. <laughs> you called, wow. They would sell stickers that you would put on your car. that would have whip it out Wednesday, W O W. And the wow. idea of whip it out Wednesday was to have women flash you on the highway. That would never be okay today. If you tried to pull that off today, it would never, ever fly. Like you would be out, gone, fired, canceled. Did people do it? Oh my God. Did people do it? Yeah. Became an international. It was huge. It put them on the map. Kids, if you're watching the show, don't ever do this. (laughs) I got three daughters. I don't need them Uh -uh. whipping it out. And then that whip was it out Wednesday. Whip it out Wednesday. That's wow. genius. They had I it. thought you were talking about something else. No, 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 no. It was I like trucks. this. It was all on every single New England based truck, truck driver, semi. They all had it. Sherry's going them. to the beach. Sherry, thanks for stopping in and chatting and saying it. hello to Matt. You almost started blushing a little bit. We'll talk more. Thanks awesome. for coming in. That's what they did. So like imagine giving the keys to a $200,000 RV to a 23-year-old and 22-year-old and going here. <laughs> That's what they did every weekend. Like just re- just make sure you return it. Just don't have it burn. Like the, right. the, just, the idea just return was, it in any condition. Just make yeah, sure you come back. Come back with it because the idea was for us to open it up, which we did for people to come and look at it. They wanted us to try to sell the vehicles down in Tuscaloosa or Auburn or wherever. Oh, man. Uh-huh. That's what we did. So when you came to the show, we would say, Hey, we're, we would say we're broadcasting from this place on a cell phone, by the way, we're going to be here, set up, blah, 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 open it all up. And they got people to walk around and tour it while we were on the air. You would free reign. Go ahead. Go do whatever you want to go do. So we had people hanging out, drinking, Should partying, we do this and get <laughs> one to come to Vegas. We'll do a We'll do a show from it every week in Vegas from a different venue where we could park it. And then we'll take it on the road to some, 
some Pac-12 games. I ain't driving with you all the way to Seattle. We'll have Why? somebody drive awesome. it up there. No, it's so we'll fun. Do it up there. No, I mean, I'll throw Megan maybe, but it's so it's just the 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 on the road, like the stuff that we saw, like parking to get gas and like stopping at weird random oh, places. Like I the saw best. the south. Oh. I saw the south. Like people like, oh, you live there. No, no, no. I saw every damn state. I saw wacko weird places, strange buckies at two o'clock in the morning. Like People, I saw, <laughs> I saw the South in its glory at numerous times doing this for five seasons. It was unbelievable. But today, there's no, I mean, the amount of legal crap you'd have to sign in giving a kid under uh, the age we'll of 25. We got a guy. I got, a, the, I got an about, RV guy. I got I don't an think RV about guy in West Virginia. Under the age of 25, you gave the keys to two kids to drive. That's crazy. Here you go. Hundred. I mean, we once they once gave us a half a million dollar RV, a five hundred thousand dollar quad slide out monster beast. They just handed it to us. Said, "Go to the game and bring it back." <laughs> it's like I think about it all the time. I'm like, "How in the hell did we do that?" Like, there's no way today that would ever fly. They would never give a 22 year old kid, 23 year old kid. No, but they might give a 52 year old, a 46 year old. A hundred percent. They trust us more, but that, but like, that's what we did. Like we, we did a show from the quad. If you know, Alabama, our, our pregame show was from the quad down in Alabama where we were next to Eli gold in his pregame show. So they had the network pregame show and we were next door. So like it looked like we were combined. How you guys doing? Hundred percent. And they and they were pissed off half the time because like who are these two kids who are here next to us doing what we're doing, right? And like we came on before the network came on because the network did a one hour pregame show, so we did two hours before that. So we had a three hour pregame show for every Alabama football game in my twenties. Yeah, it was quite fun. College football realignment talk, it it's might it might be the best talk radio topic of all time for college football towns. It gets more people get frustrated, angry, yeah. excited. It is it is absolute ratings gold when these things pop. Message boards go crazy, phone lines erupt. It's unreal. I like it better than the pick segments. I'll tell you that. <laughs> But, All right, you know. a couple quick ones. Sean Payton decided that Nathaniel Hackett, he chose violence on Nathaniel Hackett. Got everybody. He just went off on him. And I'm here for it. Okay. I, I love it. You like it? Oh, I think it's so, I think it's great, to be quite honest, to go after Nathaniel Hackett. He basically, he made fun of him with the Jets. He made, he said, he just, it doesn't happen often where an NFL team or organization gets embarrassed. He said, and that mm. happened here. Part of it was their own fault relative time to spending so much bleep trying to win the offseason, the PR, the pomp and circumstance, march people around and all that stuff. We're not doing any of that. The Jets did that this year. You watch hard knocks, all of it. I can see it coming. I remember when Daniel Snyder put the dream team together. I was at the Giants. I was a young coach. I thought, how are we going to compete with them? Dion's there now. That team won eight games or whatever. So listen, just put in the work. Broncos play the Jets in week five, by the way. <laughs> well, that'll be a hype game. Oh, my. Let's go. That'll be a hype game. I don't know. I mean, once you get to a certain point in age or experience, you really just say whatever you want. And there's oh, no he's, ramifications. Yeah, he and he's just doing it. I mean, he ain't coaching nowhere else after this. This nope. is He knows it. And he's, he's good with it. He's taking his, you know, shot 
I still don't know until I see what's going on. But he thinks like Russ is going to be good, but we'll see. I mean, he keeps on talking out. Russ says well, he has to. What is that? He says that gonna Hackett say? had no idea, and he's right though. I mean, Nintendo Hackett was so over his head. He was such a horrible head coach. I mean, on so many levels, he was awful. So right. I mean, maybe if Wilson just gets a little bit of a bump, it could be a big step forward for that offense. Their defense right. is going to be good. That's going to be a good defense. Got the got young receivers. <sighs> So we shall see. We shall see on that for sure. On that, we were watching Otani, but now it's time for Otani. All right. So we're watching him five nothing still. I'm on the over eight in that game. So I'm going to need some help here offensively. But the Angels made the announcement yesterday that they are not trading Otani. And then they went off and got arguably the best rental pitcher. Not named Otani. I don't know about that. Who's going to be on the market for a rental? I mean, as a rental, Giolito's we'll going to Giolito's, a you know one of the better arms, and they got Lopez as well, a guy in the bullpen. Good help in the bullpen. Uh, we'll see. I mean, they gave up a great announcement. Ton. They gave up a ton for him. They gave up the, the number three. Angels gave up the third and fourth best prospects to go make this deal. Just. This is all, this is for this year, and this is to remind him that we're going for it, all right? You're playing with the other, you know, one of the best players in the last decade is staying. He's signed. If you stay and sign, we're going to keep getting guys like this. We're going to go for it. We're not, we're we're trying, despite the fact that, you know, baseball people, non-baseball people, casual fans, all this stuff saying, oh, he should be gone from the team. They're not trying. They are trying. It hasn't worked. They haven't hit with a lot of things, made a lot of bad decisions. They've had injuries. They went and got, you know, the best third baseman, second best third baseman in the game when he was playing, signed him. He hurt his wrist. He ain't never been the same. Maybe he's coming back. I mean, who knows? But I love it. I I woke up to go to the bathroom, checked my phone, because I, I went to sleep last night early. I was like, they traded for Giolito. They're going for it. We said it. Said at the beginning of the show, we said it for a week straight. He ain't getting traded. He didn't get traded. Nope. This is good. No, no, you're not, you're not buying any of this. Uh, uh, I'm going to say this today. It is uh, 1152 on the 27th of July. On August 31st, the first, the Angels will be eight and a half games or more out of a playoff spot. Division or just a wild card? Every wild game. card. They will be eight and a half games out of the, out of a wild card spot. Out of the division, they're going to be twenty. Oh, this is this is they're going to get annihilated in August. Annihilated. Oh no! This is simply just window dressing for Artie Moreno trying to make himself look better. No. Yes. This is no. I I I don't. This is wow. all a Eight joke. Back? This run right now is fool's gold to the fool's gold. This is fake, fake. Oh, really? This is not anything. They're beating up on bad teams. That's what you're supposed to do. Okay. And they're playing good teams. We're going to beat up on them. We'll see about that. We did their whole schedule in August. It doesn't they're, look good. They're going to get wrecked. Ripped, it's not, it's wrecked. not promising. I'm not encouraged by the schedule, but the schedule, maybe maybe the whole thing, you know, Trump comes back and helps everything. No. Okay. They should have moved him. He's going to walk. They're going to have a bad second half. He's going to walk. 
August, September. And they're going to go through September and everyone's going to say this. Why didn't you trade them? Why didn't you trade them? Why didn't you trade them? You got a chance. You gave up your third and fourth best prospects to go get who? Man. What? Sweeper to end the seventh. Still shut out. Oh, she looked good in that angel uniform. How many, pitch, how many pitches is he up to now? Uh, Tani is up to. Uh, oh, only 80 pitches. Okay. Staying in, P-Roll. Yeah, he may stay in. That's not He's good. Go for a complete gamer. Well then, let's get some angels to knock up that Detroit Tigers bullpen. Let's get it. Let's get three runs. I don't think they scored six up is appropriate right now to be talking about after your marriage is a scam yesterday, What's and you're that? you talked about if you it's got some twenty five year old and all this other stuff, and then you said that you want to get knocked up. Stop. I think you got something else on your mind. I'm just saying something else on your mind. Stay not getting focused. anyone pregnant. That ain't happening. No. Hell no, you're not. <laughs> anyone pregnant. Time for the Brigade Proxy Service NFL Story of the Day. You guys can text us to schedule a appointment to be into the circuit contest or the Westgate 702-570-8255 is the Brigade Proxy text line. By the way, they just announced a scavenger hunt for Bet Bash. $20,000 scavenger hunt for Bet Bash. You want to you want to do this? You want to do a scavenger hunt? You want to do this on on a, on Thursday? <laughs> No, no, no interest. Um, what day is your panel again? Friday. 11th. Friday's your panel. 11th. One ten. We have to figure out what we're doing on that roll call Friday. Maybe like a really early, early show on roll call uh, Friday. Yeah, probably. Like an 8 a.m. show Pacific time for that. Uh, I mean, no, probably. Well, I mean, we've got to be down there for the Billy Walters interview. Yeah, so. that's at 11 a.m. Yeah, so we got to be done and down there by then. So um, we'll figure that out when we yep. get there. But yes, 730 or something like that. So yes, it'll be Friday, August 11th for that. Yeah. Dave, Ravel, Benson, Kanish, Pizzola. Sammy P's moderating. I got, it's going to be incredible. I can't wait. Can't we all just get along? That's the title of it. <laughs> Can't we all just get along sports gambling Twitter with a straight face? <laughs> watch what watch what happens between now and then on the Twitter. It's already happening. Benson's it's going me. scorched earth. I love Jeffrey. Let's go. I'm on Jeffrey's team. Jeffrey's taking out everybody. I, I'm making sure. I'm on team Jeffrey. Let's go. Bear Mallings, by the way. Hello, sir. He just had an entire craps crew walk off the job. What? He's down at work. Entire craps crew just said the hell with it. We're done. It's getting rough out in those streets. Whoa. Yeah. It ain't easy. People are not easy. Oh, look at you. Just got a solo bomb. Six, nothing. Angels need two more. Let's go. So the Colts owner, Jim Mersey was asked about the running backs call to redo the CBA to entice or incentivize or require teams to play, to pay their running backs more. And Ursay just basically just said, um, that's really inappropriate to, to bring up. Don't they have to be a little bit careful here because the CBA is good for like the number eight and it's like eight more years. The CBA is, is, is in existence. Uh-huh. 
and I actually, I'm on Jim Marseille's side with this. He wrote on social media, we have negotiated a CBA that took years of effort and hard work and compromise in good faith by both sides to now say that a specific player category wants another negotiation after the fact is inappropriate. Some agents are selling quote, bad faith. I kind of agree with him because the PA's goal is to represent all players so if yeah, it's, right. it's a cap, it's a cap sport. So who yeah. loses? So if, if you're going to renegotiate it for the running backs, who's going to lose money? What group are you taking that money away from in order to pay the running backs? First of all, they're not going to renegotiate anything. No, not even close. And, the, and, and you the can CBA, say whatever you want. Right. And they're not going to have a specialized union either. The running backs are not breaking away. No. Well, everyone like Courtney Cronin and everybody else keeps on saying this publicly, like over and over again on ESPN. They keep on saying that these running backs are going to have to do this, that they're talking about this and they're serious. They're going to go for in their own CBA or sorry, their, their own NFLPA. And I'm like, that's insane. It will never happen. It won't be allowed for starters. No, it's not going to happen. I just, that's, it's stop i agree it's a it's not happening that's not happening college football schedule of the day is colorado this won't take long <laughs> this won't take long all right crank it up here we go colorado here is oh, your- you didn't pull this one off the fancy schedule I couldn't thing? it wouldn't fit so oh because they got too many games too many, we, we just wouldn't fit it wouldn't the whole thing wouldn't fit on the screen so okay uh their schedule I is miss brutal. those helmets. I like the helmets. Here, here is the total three yeah. and a half over okay. is plus 120, under three and a half. See if you can find four wins on this schedule at TCU to start. Nope. Home for Nebraska. Maybe. Right. That's rival one, game. Maybe. Rival game with CSU. Where's that game? Uh, it's at home. At home. Um, maybe. All right. So we could be two and one after three games? Potentially, yes. I mean that's the that's the scene. They're not beating TCU, but um wow. Okay, so two and one. Good. Go. At Oregon. Come on, bro. Home for USC. <laughs> Can get blown out in that game. At Arizona State. Mm. Road game in the desert in October. Not likely. Hell. Home for Stanford. Uh-oh. Is that the one? Is that the third win right there? I would agree. I think it could okay. be. Okay. I think the whole year hinges on Nebraska, by the way. I think the whole this whole bet hinges on the Husker game. If they don't beat the Huskers, they can't get over. I agree. Yes. And if they do, they can get over. At UCLA. No. Home for Oregon State. No. Oregon home, State's better than people think. I would agree. Home for Arizona. Mm. That could be the last one. Maybe. At at Washington State and at Utah, LL. Why can't they win at Washington State? Washington State's not that good, right? Well, they're going through a lot, obviously, with with everything going on up there. But I don't think the road games. I don't think the Buffaloes win many road games. But this is why everyone's betting the over because you could go Nebraska. What's the peak? I mean, if they beat Nebraska, Colorado State, Arizona State on the road, Stanford at home, and home against Arizona, that's five. Right. And a Washington State game, I don't know if that's a pick them or Washington State less right. than a touchdown. They can so win that game too. I mean, so the upside is way higher. If you're They're asking not going 0 and 12, are they? Why, no. And you're asking why are people betting over? Dion. They're betting over for Dion 
but they're also yeah. betting over because they think the schedule. I mean, we haven't seen it where you could come in and be good, but is four wins good? No, it's four and eight. But it's over their win total and it's plus money. I don't I can, I know a lot of Ramos's and parallelograms are betting on their letting wow. the public bet over. Good luck. Well, it's juice to the under for a reason. But that's why that Nebraska game, I think, is so crucial. We've got a nice crowd in the chat right now. I don't know whether you like Colorado football or not, but what is your first impression? You just saw the schedule. You've been watching the show. If you've been here, you just joined. Colorado season wins three and a half over or under. Go. Put it your vote right now in the chat. And there's a bunch of different ways to put your name in the chat and make it look different than everybody else. All kind of options there. You can do that as well. We, if you do, we thank you. If you don't, that's fine too. <laughs> Just put it in there over or under. Which way do you think more people are going to vote P. Roll right now, live on the show on the BBB? Under, because our audience knows what the Sharps are going to bet. How do you know that? Under, 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 under. One over. Sonic under. goes over. Under, 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 under. Over. Jim Montgomery, over. Whoa. Under. Whoa. Over Pierre. Okay. Some guys are coming in, but for the most part, under is the, is the Santana over. We got some overs. The initial pip, initial flows was unders. I don't think it's a horrible, I don't think it's an awful idea to throw at the, to throw, a, a, you know, that Dion could potentially do something with his son at quarterback, but he ran off the entire team. Like the whole team's new. So we really don't know what they're going to do. So most people are saying just from a continuity standpoint, it's going to take Dion some time. It's interesting because like Brett Venerables at the big 12 football media days really took onus and said, you know, I gave my guys a year. I'm, I didn't do what Dion did. I came in, took over. I said, you have 12 months to prove to me you deserve to be here on scholarship. And if you're not, I'm going to, you know, kick you out. What's better that I think, or, or I think just coming in and being real and saying, I think you ain't going to make it. Well, I think there's two ways of looking at that. I think if I was the father of a son on the team. Oh, you're pissed off. I mean, I'd want to get my kid a year to yeah. go and prove it. If I'm a fan of the team, no. I think it, the way Dion did it is perfectly okay. It's why the Buffalo fans have responded the way they've responded. I mean, they are all in on Dion. They are. I mean, that spring game. They was have bonkers. to be. That was a proud, like, college football place and program. And it went bad. Fast. Bad. And irrelevant. In a Pac-12, that move was bad. You yep. never should have done it. Now they get to return home, so that's fine. Yep. But he's going to get kids to come. It's whether they're yeah, going to. Yeah, he already right. has. Right, so that's no stay? problem. But will they stay? Will they put no. up with who he's stays in? anywhere now? Well, I mean, it's not just that. He's coaching in a way that he's – I mean, he has said publicly that he looks for certain position groups. He looks to their family. Like he wants to know what type of kid. A lot of, of guys say that. That's that's that that sells in, in today. No, today yeah. it was today. You don't say what he said, but he's not. He's unabashed by saying it. Like he said it. Yeah, I can he say said, whatever he wants. He did. He said he, for a quarterback, he wants to go to a house right. that has a mom and a dad. Right. To an yeah. for a linebacker, he wants to have a kid who's got had a rough background. Right. <laughs> like he literally said that out loud. Like to yeah. today's football world, he said that out loud. It's like, wait, what did you just say? He's just going to coach in a very old school type of way of doing it that some people are in love with and some people are going to have a problem with. Underscore the Adams said they won one game last year. They have to be 400% better to go over. 
They have a totally Fair. different team. You look at they the have numbers. a totally different team, though. You can't even yep. like, compare it. JC from KC said underda because you always say overda. Right. So he under. said underda. It's fair. I mean, I think three wins is, I mean, three wins is tripling the win total from last year. I think that would be seen as, as progress. If he was able to go ahead and do that, I think he would say it's not good enough, but mm-hmm. I think he would say that that's, you know, he's been brought in to transform the football program. Has he done it? Mission accomplished. People think about it differently in Colorado already. And now they're in the, they're back in the big 12 basically because of Dion. Right. So it's a big it's a big start for him. I, I think he's going to be successful. I mean, I know people get very angry at all the videos and all the hype stuff they're doing, and it's all self-promotion, and you got to win football games. Right. But I think he's playing the game really well, and he'll get kids. He'll get talent. Will they stay? Maybe. He's going to coach them hard. I mean, he's going to be a tough, tough guy to play for. Do you think more people are rooting for him or against him right now? I'm going to say they're rooting for him, but there's a large group of people who are cheering against him. And I don't mean the bets. I mean, the bets, if you're the bets or the bets, you're just rooting for the team or you're rooting for your bet. No, I mean like actually wanting him to to win games and succeed. There's, I think more people, if you asked, you know, you polled a thousand people, I think 501 say they want him to succeed, but 499 want to see him fail. (laughs) Yeah. There's a large Large and a lot of people in college football want to see him fail because of what he did. Because if that's the new norm, wow, yep. <laughs> that could be quite wild. Sports Grid tomorrow, we are back with a roll call Friday. If you guys are live on YouTube and Twitter, do not move. You guys are getting bonus time. What's the score now? Six nothing still. Six nothing. Otani dealing. I need him to get the bottom of the eighth to get in there. They let him go a complete game, huh? Well, I don't. I mean, you bring a closer in in a six nothing game, or you just say Otani go complete. I mean, they're going to let him decide, right? Why? I would pull him right now. I wouldn't let him keep going. Well, I mean, as soon as somebody gets on base, I'll probably take him out. He's at eighty five pitches now. Yeah, that's that's just another day. That's what he does. He's a pitcher. Let a pitcher pitch. Well, he just walked somebody, so let's see what yeah, happens now. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. He, he just threw the pitch and threw his arm up. Like, why did I just do that? Oh, man. I mean, let's see for lately. It's so intrusive with the, you know, there's so, a FanDuel live total runs graphic on the screen right now. Pre-game total was eight, live total six and a half. Bet it. Over, yeah. So his pitch is right in there. 87, 94, 86, 102, 101. We're our last five starts. We're getting close here. Santana said seven innings pitch ties his season high. And he just pitches seven and get him out of there because he has so many strikeouts usually. Yeah, I'd you pull know, him. This is right at his pitch count. So it's six nothing. There's no need to have him in there. I'd pull him personally. I don't think that that's a, but you know, that's why I'm not. Runners on. He's still in. That's right. J Dow bets. Let's go, baby. Get another need, double play. I think they got two or I three need, double plays. I need a two run home. I need a two run home runs. What I need. Need someone to go deep. Go get deep. Meaningless, on. Uh, you get that meaningless run in the ninth for the game, but meaningful for you. And happens need, all the time. Right? I need bias, yeah, because I know the Tigers are. The good thing is the Tigers are batting, so that that's good. I, I've got right. Nine, I have nine outs plus left. That's good. All right, better to book it. Only one game. Mets and the Nats over nine. 
Kendall's kind of right. Sometimes when you don't know that that's coming, that is a jump scare. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you got my attention. I went like this. You that's didn't see point. me because the graphic that's came the up, but that was good. That's Mets, Nats, over nine, minus 115. Let's double check. Mets, Nats, Gray, Senga, over nine. Fading Gray. Fading Gray. Nationals been playing pretty good baseball. Mm-hmm. Over the over the um and over over and oh wait a second hold on santana what? just came in the chat and said carlos santana delta milwaukee okay that's why betting baseball this week oh, is going to be man. of all that's, the tough he's a pirate tough, yep he's not a pirate no more of all the tough weeks <laughs> to bet baseball and baseball is very tough the next six days are going to be brutal because of who's in who's out psychologically, where are these teams? Where are they mentally set? Do they want to be there? Do they want to get traded? There's a lot of uncertainty. Kids in school, houses, wives, girlfriends. It's tough. This is a very tough week to bet baseball. I say bet this. I'm mad. I like Carlos Santana at first base. Your team's going to sell a lot of pieces. Get ready. Can't ever get too attached to these guys sometimes when it's just like this. Man, oh, man, that's a bummer. Yeah. Favorite thing about today is what? All right, a couple things. One, big kid Sid Kylie's birthday and her appearance on the show. That was awesome. That was awesome. 20 years old today. Literally changed my life. The moment we found out that we were pregnant with her, but the moment I saw her, Everything changed. So that's that's one of my favorite things about today. Number two, found out today that the Daily Collegian, the Penn State student newspaper. That was the name of my my paper at UMass. That's bizarre. Okay. That was the that's the Daily Collegian is the Penn State newspaper. That's so strange. Of which I got turned down for for writing back, but back in the day. I tried to learn how to write a column. And when I switched majors to be a communications major, no finance. Yeah, so I wasn't good enough. Didn't make the cut then. Kind of the same shit now with a lot of the things that were going on. Not good enough, Dave, or like my wife says, completely the definition of insubordinate. Either way, couldn't get on a student newspaper then, but read it every day. Knew a lot of the kids that were writing for it. Understood the importance of it. They got a 100% funding cut oh. for that today. So there oh. may not be a student newspaper at Penn State. Not, Which, even on, not even an online version? I don't know yet. I just got the, the text right before we were started the show, and I was wow. like, what the hell does this mean? There's no more student newspaper. The student newspaper at Northwestern broke, broke the story. <laughs> right. The student newspaper is just an example of importance of independent journalism, Amen. which is what kind of we are, where you just that. tell the truth for better or for worse. People could come on, and it's an open forum. We welcome people on the show all the time because we want to talk and learn. <laughs> and that kind of stinks. So I'm, I'm bummed out about that. And then lastly, um, if you missed the rant earlier, do you have the, the slot machine graphic? I just want to close the show with my favorite thing about today. If, if, if you can pull that back up, that right there. <laughs> Let me put the fucking glasses back on because we're in bonus time. And I can say whatever the fuck I want now. And if you're listening and you don't like it, just hit mute because I might swear once, twice, or whatever, bet the over. The NFL has slot machines now. They made a deal where, again, 
five years ago. They canceled a Tony Romo appearance here because he was going to talk about football in Vegas, about fantasy and all this other stuff. It wasn't that long ago that people like me who worked in a book were below the insects under the ground. Couldn't right. talk to them. Right. Weren't allowed to even mention it. We put the word Super Bowl on a sheet that we're going to find us $500,000 in service with a cease and desist order. Wow. We had to call it the big game. Couldn't put the logos on the sheets. Told us if you do that, we're finding you too. Then pass what passed, and everything happened again. We're one. We're partners with the leagues. Two, we're going to put books in the stadiums. Three, we're going to do advertisements. Welcome, everybody. Hey, come bet on the games. Do same game parlays. You can't win, but do them anyway. <laughs> now, what do we do? It's slowing down, right? The economy's coming to a recession. Everybody keeps talking about a recession that everybody's waiting for. It ain't happening. If you come down to Vegas, you'll see. I don't know where the people are to keep coming. But when you come to Vegas to sign up for the brigade proxy service and join the contest, you will see NFL-themed slot machines. You'll see these all over the country where you can pick your team and say, let's play some slots, feed some money in. What in the world are we doing? I'm sorry. I can't believe it. All right. That's a favorite thing about today. It's remarkable. I mean, it really is. If you've been around for a long time like we have and you, and you realize what the league used to say about gambling, it's just like, what? It's like, what? Like, what? Like, what? <laughs> it's a league. Like, yeah. It's like, what? So I don't know. Uh, that was awesome having your daughter. Happy birthday again. That was phenomenal. I love when families come on. Madeline was supposed to come on today. We'll bring her on tomorrow. I don't know where she is, but we'll bring her on tomorrow. She, she'll be here. She'll, she'll be here tomorrow. So we'll bring we'll bring her on tomorrow. She wants to she wants to do a hat giveaway. Her birthday is Sunday, so we'll do, do a little fun stuff uh, coming up with that. Roll call Friday tomorrow. Be there. Be a part of the show. Come in on the chat. Like, subscribe, leave a comment. All the fun stuff. Watch it short while you're here on YouTube as well. He's Dave. I'm Matt. Back tomorrow. Roll call Friday for BVB.